Well, the Clean Car Discount Programme will allow Kiwis to access cleaner vehicles more cheaply than they can at the moment. Uh, the Climate Commission has told us that it's a really important task for our team of five million to um, reduce the emissions that we're putting up into our atmosphere, contributing to climate change, and a big part of that's got to be cleaning up our fleet. So this policy will provide discounts of, as you say, up to around about $8,000 for the very cleanest vehicles, and that'll apply from the 1st of July this year. And offsetting and paying for that, there will be fees which will apply to the most polluting vehicles from the 1st of January next year. And we estimate that in its first full year of operation, this will help about 19,000 clean new cars come into New Zealand fleet. That's going to be better for our air quality and it'll reduce our carbon pollution. OK, a couple of things. Uh, people will go, oh my gosh, am I going to have to pay for my car now? But this is only for new cars that would have that penalty. Is that correct? It's for um, both uh, new and used cars which are imported into New Zealand. So cars which are already in New Zealand, which might be bought and sold between people, they will not be affected by the scheme. Just cars coming into New Zealand, whether they're new or they're imported. And there's a different um, a different discount and a different fee. It's, it's a little lower for the used cars which imported because they will be on the road for less time. And it's a sliding scale. So the most polluting cars will pay a higher fee. Uh, and the very cleanest cars will get the biggest discount. And it's a sliding scale in between. And a whole range of cars in between will actually not be affected. Okay. So, for example, across the, the top 10 selling uh, uh, cars, used cars that are imported into New Zealand, eight of those models will actually either receive a discount or will be unaffected, and two will receive a fee, which have got higher, higher emissions. So what a lot of people want to know is... Could they get a big discount on a car they could actually afford? So that, that it's not the $8,000 discount on the $80,000 Tesla. Is it, a, is it a juicy discount on a car that's maybe more like 20000 or 15000 There will be discounts which apply across the board. So a couple of key changes that we've made to this scheme since we last talked about it a couple of years ago. The first is that we have put a cap in place at $80,000. So there won't be any discounts applying to the, the really expensive cars above $80,000, no matter what their um, what their emissions profile is. Um, but the second thing is that the way that we've structured the scheme this time will also bring into play um, the most efficient hybrids and actually some of the most efficient petrol vehicles as well. So there will be a number of vehicles there that are available. And actually that what we're finding is that the cost of the EVs and hybrids is reducing over time. Many of the hybrids are pretty much the same price as petrol vehicles at the moment. And some of the very cheapest vehicles, like some of the used Nissan Leafs that are on the market at the moment, are retailing at around about $10,000, and they will be attracting discounts. So there certainly will be discounts available for many Kiwis looking to buy a cleaner vehicle. So you could get a discount, and, and any idea what that discount would be for like a Nissan Leaf that's on the market for ten grand? Oh, look, I'd have to check the, the details there for you, but there will be a discount of okay. several thousand dollars, which will apply to a Nissan Leaf, of course, being an EV, doesn't uh, produce any emissions, there will be a reasonable discount that will apply to a vehicle like that. Okay, well, one thing that, that you often hear from people who are sceptical about EVs is that the batteries used are not good for the environment. What's your response to those concerns? Well, the, um, the uh, vehicle sector in New Zealand is working really hard on this issue, and so they're doing a lot of work to monitor the life cycle of vehicles and to look at how we manage those batteries over their entire life cycle and potentially about how we repurpose them after they um, have given all that they can to power a vehicle, there are potentially other uses for them. So one of the other announcements that I made today alongside the Clean Car Discount Programme was to set up a Clean Car Leadership Council where I'll be working really closely um, with the vehicle sector 
to deal with all of these sorts of issues which are associated with it. So what do we do about the batteries across their life cycle? How do we work, sure to, uh, work together to make sure that we've got sufficient supply of clean cars coming in? What about the questions around the charging network, for example? Okay. So alongside the discount, a lot of work going into those areas as well. Do we have the infrastructure to charge all the new EVs that we're hoping people will buy? As an anecdotally, there was the story that if you had seven people on a street all trying to charge their EVs, then, then the system would collapse. Look, the infrastructure is building up really well. So we now have um, EV charges every 75 kilometres along virtually all of the state highway network in New Zealand. And of course, the other good thing is that we do have a charger in pretty much everyone's home. Uh, so people can charge up overnight at, the, at their home. And the effective conversion in terms of comparing the cost is it's like charging your car up and spending about 30 to 40 cents per litre of petrol if you charge up overnight um, on average. Um, I think the example you're giving might be if people were doing that uh, for a fast charge. Right, okay. That does have more power. Um, but there are lots of options there. We're continuing to do work to make sure that we've got the network right and to get the balance between charging at home, which is obviously really efficient because it's a distributed network. If people do it overnight, it's off-peak, um, versus making sure that there's an appropriate public network as well. Um, we've fund, The government's funded over 1,100 charges around the country through its low-energy vehicles fund so far, and we're going to look to continue that support. If you are just joining us, Michael Wood, Transport Minister, is with us. Cards on the table. I've said, look, I, I can't wait for that, that pedestrian cycle bridge to be built across the Auckland Harbour. Um, do it now. Hurry up and do it. Um, but it's fair to say an awful lot of people think it's a, a jumping of the, the shark moment given that it costs almost $800 million. Does it have to be that expensive? Look, but building our separate bridge structure does require a significant investment, but a little bit of context is important. So across New Zealand's total transport budget, including this investment, we spend about 2% on walking and cycling. And if in Auckland, it's around about 4%. When we announced the New Zealand upgrade um, rebalancing last week, about 80% of the additional investment was in further roading investment. So I know it does feel like a significant investment to people, and I think that's because we're in a period of change where historically all we've invested in has been the roading network. We are now moving into an era where we're investing across the modes, including public transport, rail, and walking and cycling. So it is a bit of a shift in thinking. It will require some significant investments, but I do really believe that we've got to offer people these choices if we want to decongest our roads. And if, as a team of five million, we want to be up to the challenge. What you what you really have to do, though, is is I guess do it quickly. Uh, I mean, do it safely. But but yeah, the best I, way to convince people is actually to build it and then for them to use it and go, oh, okay, this is great, and then they'll forget how much it costs. But if it takes too long to build, then it'll be harder to convince yeah, them. Once this is in place, it's just going to it will be a magnificent asset for the city, for people who are commuting, for recreation, for people who are visiting the city. People will feel really, really proud of it. And it will get cars off the road as well and make life easy for everyone. But people do want to see the delivery and do want to see the progress. So I'm working really hard with Waka Kotahi to make sure that we get that plan in place to deliver this asset in around about five years.